Nazaro. Three. Ha. I love this shit. So let me talk my shit. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I know you see the clock, cause getting money is what we own. Rot and drop the top in the winter with the heat on. Bad yellow bitch, keep my passenger seat warm. Leg hanging out the window, you ain't got these on. Bitch, holla, it is Louise. They cannot see me, they are like Stevie. I am bearing a ton like Leafy. I circle your house like BB. Call it in the heebie, jeebies. Never give freebies. 75,000 for these fees. I can get a hundred thousand up in these jeans Big stacks, my pockets on creatine Young money dip set, nigga, we a team If you don't like a nigga, fuck you, no Vaseline Peel off in a Lamborghini Like a tangerine Got the engine straight shaking like a tambourine Like a bitch with some lips like Angeline Not your lead, holy God flow I go where I know I that guy go Fuck you, ho, I'm so 5 all right all right welcome back uh, <laughs> another episode of couple two three pod i said all right all right yeah i know but i want to put um, the new one in where you just say be <laughs> yo i was telling right, him right. i was telling him about Harmon, about the be a man thing <laughs> yeah, isn't that yeah, hilarious. hilarious i love it <laughs> he's so funny dude. it's consistent he's so, funny. he's so consistent he's so consistent fry what episode is this 24 I need to I start stopped, keeping track. I, the only way I know what number it is is when I'm posting the episode, and that's literally the last step in the process. So I everything think, until then, I date the the, the file. So I don't know. I think it's is. 24. I think it's 24. There you go. R.I.P. Kobe. R.I.P. Uh, Kobe. <laughs> Bless uh, up. Anyway, like what we were just talking about, um, both of us are just – well, I guess, John, your old team is – phenomenal your new team sucks yeah dude what the, what a time to quit the Steelers organization you're just <laughs> the stupid dude did you uh, did, did you know that John was a Steelers fan all throughout his life and then started listening to Barstool Chicago and started liking the Bears yeah got just rid of the Steelers. That, that's gig that's what I called into your show into the show about yeah, it's you know, a, that's that's uh, that's uh, bad, bad. Uh, <laughs> I don't get it, man. Unacceptable yeah. behavior. Yeah, yeah, I don't get it. I don't also get like, you know, Scranton being more of an Eastern PA. Like I would have figured you'd, you'd migrated towards the Eagles. Well, it's it's basically a dead split in Scranton. Like all of PA, I would say, is a dead split. Yeah, we got a ton of Steelers. It's, it's Steelers, yeah. Eagles. It's the same with Penn State and Giants. Dominion. You know what's interesting, gentlemen, is the same there's way. actually uh, a, a, a good amount of uh, Pittsburgh fans up here in New England as well. Oh, because definitely. Because prior is. to the Patriots being here, a lot of people are either Giants or Steelers fans. So I've yeah. got a lot of buddies that are Steelers fans. Yeah, Steelers country is like, it's basically country people. Like country people like Steelers. Like that's the the population yeah. that loves Yo, that is other than the city. That couldn't be more true. There's a dude I work with. Uh, his name is Rick from North Carolina was a Steelers fan in North Carolina before he moved up here. 
I was like, how did that happen? He was just like, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, like the Carolina well, Panthers weren't a thing yet. And like, I don't know. I just started liking the Steelers. Well, there's those cities. There are those teams that like when you're in a team, a city where the team is just horrible and you're just supposed to like that team. There's those teams that people would just gravitate to, though, They're like those big mainstream. Yeah, teams, I, I just feel like you know, that are kind of getting all the football deals that are getting the TV deals that you kind of gravitate towards those teams because they're on TV and you're watching them. I feel like yeah. you don't really get to pick, though. You kind of just grow up into it, right? Well, I that depends. So. Like, I think that the, the Pittsburgh has always been like almost the working man's team as well. You know, you look at some yeah. of their players, like, you know, you take oh, a, like a Heinz Ward, you know, a Jerome uh, Bettis, uh, you know, some yeah. of these grinders that really. Even uh, right you know, now, James Conner. Yeah, they Connor, just keep you know? getting them, too. They Guy just beats breed cancer, them, too. You know? <laughs> yeah, and, and exactly. Not to mention, it's like, I don't know what's in the water do these guys just consistently develop excellent receivers or what what's the deal there well no, I've been they to just Pittsburgh. have an eye in the draft they I've can draft pittsburgh for days. i've been to pittsburgh and i've seen both of those rivers and i can tell you what's in the water and it's toxins and, <laughs> and fucking poison because yeah. the, both of the rivers are different colors one is green and one is brown and they're disgusting that's what's in the absolutely water absolutely insane how many top tier receivers have gone through that organization oh, and even 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 ones that have faded out like plaques uh, when that plaques was there like he faded Plax out started kind of, right? no, started Plax there started right? there the, he the year before he got he shot himself went, in the leg was the year they traded him yeah, yeah they, the, the Giants, year they yeah. traded him was the year he yes, shot so. himself in the, yo they get rid of players Thin right phase. before tragedy happens dude right before San Antonio San Antonio Holmes yeah. was another one mm-hmm. that they kind of they went away from at the right time yeah. you know martavis bryant i think he still might be there but he like i mean he couldn't get out of his own way but he was filthy when he played yeah uh he was he, he's another clemson clemson guy clemson pumps out receivers but you know who can't draft receivers is the patriots <laughs> and the eagles i don't get it i don't get it you guys oh, took yeah. Nikhil harry and we took uh jj ortega whiteside both before DK Metcalf was off the board. Riddle me you that. Know what, you know what's you know what's really funny too. Like even if you, I think if I was a guy that was, and Bill Belichick is known for drafting athletic guys. He likes the players that, especially on defense, that you can uh, move around a lot between linebackers, lot smaller linebackers that can cover, it's, you know, in the secondary. But when it comes to receivers and when it comes to uh, like running backs, he just misses and misses all the time. It's been one failure after another. And people up here want to give Belichick, you know, a, a free pass just because of, you know, friggin' bazillion Super Bowls. But eventually it's like you got to criticize the guy. I mean, right now, thank God, Jacoby Myers is like come back out, had 169 yards receiving last week, and he had a hell of a game. And it looks like him and Cam Newton actually have some chemistry there. So the the craziest part, though, is like in, in his defense, like, well, I guess it's his problem, too. Like he should go out and get people, but they have zero weapons. Zero. They have none. Like and Nikhil really Harry thought, you know, is, eh. and then you got yeah. like a, a, a gang of running backs that are all average at best. See, my whole thing is this: it's like going back to what I was saying about defensively on offense. Like you could have looked at a guy like DK Metcalf and be like, "All right, he's not the best route runner, all right, but physically he is an Adonis, and he, he's a specimen. He's a specimen." 
You you definitely like the Patriots don't even have anyone, and I think Nikhil Harris is supposed to be this, but he's not. That can stretch the field. You need a slot guy. You need a guy that's good at running routes, and you need a guy that can stretch the field. And they really, with Edelman gone right now, they have no like route runner slot guy. They have no consistent route runner on the edge. Jacoby Myers has become that guy. I don't even think he's going to fade off once some of these guys come back. I think he's the guy now, and that's absolutely pathetic. <laughs> well, I mean, speaking to that point, like directly, that happened right now with us. Uh, Travis Fulgham, Travis Fulgham is like going to, he better be part of the receiving core. Like, I don't care who's healthy, who's not. He better be out there because he's just Absolutely. good. Absolutely. He's just good. That That's just a fact. But the rest of them, like, I would give the Eagles a pass if, like, you know, no one, like, thought DK Metcalf was going to be, like, what he is already. Like, you know, he was huge, obviously, potential. But then they did it again this year, the Eagles. They took Jalen Rager when Justin Jefferson was sitting there. I think Rager is pretty talented, too. I mean, I'd I'd love to have Rager on the pass, like, right about now, honestly. No, absolutely, and I don't disagree, and and we haven't seen enough out of him at all yet. But – it's they're always trying to like outsmart everybody. It's like JJ Ortega Whiteside from St- from Stanford. It's like, yeah, he's tall, but like, can he even catch a ball or run a route? And like, he can't. So we wasted a first round pick. Like, I don't know. It's it's He's infuriating. Now Sean Jeffrey back this week too, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I think he's just a corpse at this point. I don't. Right. I, I feel like he's going to be like Deshaun when he steps back on the field he's going to pull a hamstring or something and then he'll be back on the IR and we can't trade him because his contract is massive. It's you guys, are cur- you guys are cursed with that. You guys are always cursed with that. That injury what? guy. Like you always have that guy that has like, he's a fucking superstar. I feel like, and then he gets like that injury that he could come back and then he could get that one more injury and just disappear. Well, who else are you stud in, in Chicago? And then he got in Philly and was like, <laughs> just died no that's not that's not true the the year the year we won the super bowl um he was awesome and the year before that or no no no, that was his that was his first year he was awesome that year he was good the next year but then dropped that ball in the playoffs that was going to get us a first down to put us in field goal range so that was tough but he, he's been decent, but he just can't stay on the field. So that, I think that's more of what you're speaking to. Yeah, as like far you're, you're as like, cursed with injuries kind of kind of a deal. Like, and I, mean, the whole, even, I wouldn't right even now, say you're cursed injured. with. Well, yeah, I know that. <laughs> everybody, you're, literally everybody. everybody. Well, I mean, this is a weird year. I said that for weeks now. Like, this is a weird year just to begin with. So, like, there's a, I'd say it's an yeah. asterisk year, and this is the most. And once again, this is the most normal I think league out of all the leagues that played in COVID here, like I think the NFL feels the most normal kind of. Well, cause they're playing, they're playing, it's a full playing season. normal time and they're yeah. playing full season. Like it's, it's kind of going season, according whereas... to schedule. Yeah. So like, right. I don't that know. It's said, just, these guys, it's still an asterisk here. Uh, a preseason. You can definitely tell with the injuries that them not having a preseason has led to like much Absolutely. more year than ever before. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I, I had that thought process backwards where I was like, all right, like, you know, they didn't have to play like games or anything. They're still training and working out. And it's, it is totally different game speed to like working out and like training, like, you know, at practice, like game speed, a game is totally different. So, I, I mean, and it showed every like so many injuries to speak a little bit on my bears here, Matt Nagy three hours ago, just said he's given up play calling duties. That's pretty much the first step out the door, boys. That's fucked Matt up. Na- Matt Nagy, I mean, 
I think he. I really. I think he's gonna put Mitch back in. <laughs> he's he's, he's dying with week. that ship, bro. He's dying yeah. with that ship. But dude, like, why, Nate, I don't see least, why you wouldn't. I it's, I agree. I agree. Pools but like, hasn't shown anything better. But he, yeah, I don't. I don't. You just, know. You, yeah, you just you're just know putting Foles yourself can win the, games. You just know Foles can win games, and you're just putting yourself in the situation where you're betting on Foles. So like. I don't know. Dude, men, he's, many he's men never, who have bet on Nick Foles in the past are rich men now. So, like, not, I don't know. Not true. That's not true. You don't think? Dude, he, he, he is you always get this confused, and I know I'm stupid. I don't know sports. Is Nick Foles the one that brought them through the Super Bowl, or was Nick Foles no. the one that brought them to the Super Bowl? Oh, no, no. He through the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. When, okay, through the Nick Super Bowl, not to the Super the Bowl. Okay. Wentz played, okay. Yeah, Wentz played up until like week 11 and then right. towards ACL against the Rams. Yeah. And yeah. then Foles came in, finished the season, ran through the playoffs. So big dick, like Big Dick Nick. Okay, big that's what that's, Nick, yeah. yeah. Okay, so but like Foles, before, I don't know, man. He's, the he's thing so is, questionable. He can't, he can't play like regular season games or like a full season. When he went yeah. to St. Louis, he sucked. When he went, uh, there was one other place. He sucked, and he was only he was going to quit football. And Doug Peterson, I think, convinced him to come back and play, like be the backup. Yeah. Like he was going to quit football. He was done. Yeah, yeah. He went on that like spiritual trip and shit, right? That yeah, award, yeah. Though, yeah, yeah. You know, one th- one thing about that Bears team that uh, Tariq Cohen going down at the beginning of the year was was uh, must have sucked for. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky like honestly to have that guy have that back that you could check check down to Montgomery's not that guy and Montgomery no, hasn't and I been thought he that was going Mont- to be Montgomery's got a ton of volume in that system but he's only averaging like 3.6 yards uh, a carry he's got one touchdown on the yeah on the every year. carry it seems like when he has oh, the ball is just it's just useless runs like are they're just these like, like it's pile just, it's driver like a game. it's these pile driving yeah. runs where it's just it feels like you you went and grabbed a drink during that play it wasn't a waste like one I mean, of those they're, kind they're, of fucking cordell patterson's going to be their running back next week in, in his defense though that their offensive line sucks too maybe yeah, see the, the bears I, Dude, if you don't build your team from that offensive line out, like every successful Steelers team, and I can only use this for an example because it's all I know, it's just like you build that fucking team from the defense out and the offensive line out. Bro, and look at last like night's game. Ben dude. Roethlisberger is Indy, who he is yeah. because of who he had. Look at yeah. Indy, man. Yeah. That Make offensive point. line yes. is fucking stout, bro. They protect yeah. Rivers. And uh, for, a, for a guy like Philip Rivers to be able to still fucking play, you need an offensive line that's going to protect that man. Like, you need, like, you need to build your team through that. Like, and it's insane. It, you just see every team that is successful is built through their offensive line. Like, and that's why you see those draft picks in the first rounds of those linemen. Like, and people are always like, oh, drafts are boring. But like, those are the guys who fucking build teams, you know? Dude, dude but on the opposite side of that, the Titans, Taylor Lewan was an all-pro tackle. He, he tore his ACL. He went out, and I think they lost one other uh, offensive starting offensive lineman. And look look at like they've been terrible the last two weeks. Derrick Henry. Yeah. I mean, I think he was over. Didn't he go over hundred last night? But like, yeah, one oh three. But it was like he needed all game to do it. And that's what. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't like it, right, right. Which is like twenty carries. Like Derrick Henry. Like you know, like. I mean, I mean, he's the guy carries. that you want to give the ball 20 times to a game. He, no, I know. That's a lot. That that's too guy. many for 100. But, you know, it's interesting because you look at that indie team, and the other thing that that team has going is their defense is sick this year. 
Their secondary yeah. is only, I think they're probably third, second or third as far as pass defense in the NFL right now. Overall defense, they're probably up there like second or third right now with Pittsburgh. Uh, in, in fantasy, they are number one. Oh, are they? In yeah. Fantasy, in fantasy, surprise. they are the best defense. Yeah. Do they yeah. have, they scored a touchdown the last two weeks. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's crazy too what they're doing with their running backs. And I think, like, as much as I hate that, as much as I hate like what the Rams do with a running back by committee, Baltimore, Indy, at least you know with Taylor and Hines, and um, they also lost uh, Marlon Marlon Mack. They lost Marlon Mack for the year. He, so these he guys are stepping up, and Marlon Mack was supposed to be the man, and these guys have all stepped up at different times. Um, you know, so I don't know. That's teams that you're saying. I got a question going back to the Eagles real quick. Have the Eagles had all their offensive weapons on the field yet together this year? Mm-hmm. Sanders, Ertz, Goddard, all those boys on, on one time. Negative. Nope. That's going to we- be something else. When they get all those guys together, that's going to be interesting. The thing is, we need to – we need receivers like Deshaun Jackson, you know, he's just too old, like whatever. He's just going to keep getting hurt. Alshon, yeah. same deal. So like those two are kind of out of the picture at this point. Like it's, it's on to Rager, you know, uh, and now F- the fact that Fulgham has, has like, you know, broken out as like a legit receiver that can like go up and like, like he goes up and bail, he, he bails Wentz out a ton. Like Wentz just chucks the ball up and he goes up and grabs it. But, uh, and he, like we have, we started Greg Ward, Fulgham, both practice squad, starting receivers now, uh, and Boston Scott on that Thursday night football game against the against the Giants. The Giants Just like we had, all, we had the whole practice squad out there. It's yeah, just they're, insane. They're in first place, though, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. With that tie, baby. Is that it was guy? like a tie setting them two up. four and one or some shit like that i don't even know <laughs> that division is a fucking garbage fire dude. so it is it's <laughs> it the is definition a fucking... of a dumpster fire the definition like, what is that like it the, is like mad. their games are so bad and I, we have the giants again this week it's just going to be more gross <laughs> it's like so how do tv uh, crews like go there with any excitement just like so, yeah, this but, is but here here you go they're getting it back like rager's back i know that fulgram rager uh, is back yep goddard's back uh sanders is back this week yes we have all of them uh, are back which is fantastic i mean i think that's like the most solid offense that they've had since probably freaking week two or something like that and Ertz is coming back within the next couple of weeks isn't he I don't know what his timeline is. Like it's, I think they said it's like it, the injury is worse than they, than they thought or something like that. So Who's I think that? he's going to Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz. Uh. But I really think they are like, they, they didn't pay him. So I really think they're going to move on from him and just go with Goddard. I think that's what they're going to do, but who knows? I mean, I, I love the two tight end set. I mean, I know you're a fan of it from the Hernandez and uh, Gronk days. Oh, yeah, shit. Too bad one of them was a fucking murderer. Yeah, he <laughs> he was. Yo, that that his that documentary, uh, his I think it's on Netflix or ESPN Plus, is awesome. Which one about yeah. him? Uh, uh, it's about Aaron Hernandez, like the whole. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That that was a great song. documentary. That it's was a Netflix, great documentary. Yeah. Me and Carl, yeah, we watched that. That was. We watched that in one sitting, like we just couldn't turn it off. Like, 
Do you guys remember? It's Kirk is in that. Kirk is in that. <laughs> do, you, do you guys remember the old Barstool video where they did where they had Zoltan and Mesko uh, punting to them and they were trying to catch the punts? Yeah. 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 Um, did you ever hear them talk about that? Like after they saw like helicopters like all in the sky and shit like that. And they like saw it on like the news or something that Aaron Hernandez just got arrested or something was being taken to the uh, county prison or whatever. And Zoltan Mesko, who was on the Patriots at the time, or like you know, was last year, whatever. And he was, he just like, he literally looked at Prez and he goes, I'm not surprised by that. So like <laughs> he was like, Hernandez was cleared one of those dudes that you're like, what's up, bro. Like you try to just keep him as like a, you know, we're cool. Aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Like keep yeah, him, Matt, keep him on arm's length. dude. Matt That's White the definition of like, arm's length. I never fucked around with that guy. Yeah. Like yeah. I just knew he was fucking bad news and I just never had anything to fucking say to him. Exactly. I think, I think multiple people have said that same, sh- like, you know, that same type of stuff. Yeah. He was touched. Henry, he was awesome. He was, he was touched for sure. Yeah. For sure. Rob, what, um, uh, what else is going on in sports other than football? Anything? I got a quick, before we move on past the uh, Pats and the Eagles, I have a Pats question for you. What are your thoughts on cam newton so far and are do you want to draft a quarterback in the in this upcoming draft or do you want to re-sign cam uh I, I, i'm all in on drafting a quarterback but the, the unfortunately i think the pats like you know we have the bet if they go 500 i win if they're a game under 500 you win yeah, that, now that it's bet like, is dude, I thought I had that bet down, no problem. And now I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. Like, really? So <laughs> moving finances around. It's going to be just good enough. Yeah, right. I'm fucking firing up the PayPal. So unfortunately, <laughs> I think the team is going to be just good enough to get a fucking shitty pick. And I don't think like the Jets are going to the Jets are going for Trevor. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And I really wish that uh i am ready for a quarterback like uh, cam's fine and dandy and but this hold, is- on, hold on hold on hold on hold on you're yeah. ready for a quarterback you just had 15 <laughs> 20 years of tom brady and super bowl after super bowl after super bowl i got one super bowl in my lifetime and I, i'm like i'm the happiest person on earth and it wasn't even yeah, our starting I- quarterback <laughs> this team is rebuilding right now obviously i mean it is an absolute uh train wreck and we've been so fortunate over the past 20 years but the fact of the matter is it's like if you're going to rebuild fucking rebuild just go all in and just be a trash team for a couple years and then fix things i do think though that there is a good chance that they're going to go after jimmy g really try to get them back there that's my hot take right there wow I can we'll play the hot that. take music right there that we always can, play with I can all of our see something like that happening. Honestly, hold up. He only did two years, right? He, with the with the Niners? Yeah. Was it is this only his, is this only his second? It, he, this yeah. is his third year there, right? I think this no, is second. second year. He went to the Super Bowl his first year with the 49ers? Wait, no. That was no, no. he tore his ACL. Yeah, yeah. He so tore his ACL third, the first year he was there. Third. Oh, this, this is, is year three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, okay, quick question. Do you want him back? Because he's not that good. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he's no, good enough no, if you have, like, what the Niners have, a ridiculous running game, and your offensive line is great. But, like, you know, it's, you it's have to have that shit. Because it's like, I feel like 
when Brady left New England, the big question was, was it the system or was it Tom Brady? What made it so special? Was it Belichick or was it Tom Brady? And I don't think we've been able to see that because God bless Cam. He's good at what he does, and he's not good at throwing the football. He's just not that guy anymore. He's never you know, was that guy. No, never. But he was good. Like, that's what's crazy about Cam Newton is he it was is that athletic and that just, like, talented. He brought them to a Super Bowl. Like I know, like, I know they lost and like, you know, they kind of got crushed that like against Denver, but he brought that, that Carolina Panthers team. This was before Christian McCaffrey uh, to a Super Bowl. That's it's, it's kind of insane, but I think he might have killed a defense too. Yes. That that's very, that's very true. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Um, I like cam dude. And it's been exciting. It's been fun and stuff. At least I think it's way more entertaining than Stidham. Um, even though Stidham has a fucking rocket for an arm, he really does. He can throw the He's got a, a rocket. Oh my god! You, you could... See, I've never he's... seen that kid play. I, I really have never seen him play. He's big, dude. He's like six six, and like six, he's four, six, six, six six. Yeah, he's huge. He's a monster. Holy shit! Throw the ball a ton, but he's just he's just crazy with it i mean he came in i can't remember what game it is his first throw was a pick six it's like, <laughs> it's just, like, just hurt. yeah it's like I, who was i'm trying to remember the quarterback that they drafted behind i think it was before jimmy g that they were really high on this kid and they actually traded him i he went and threw for the jacoby uh, Brissett. Texans. no this is before jacoby Brissett. Mute. he threw for the texans too and he was another oh, one of those guys that was like Ryan Mallet. Ryan Mallet. Ryan Mallet. Ryan Mallet. Remember Ryan Mallet? He's very wow. like he's almost very similar to Ryan Mallet. He's a big guy, has a crazy arm. Not very Mallet Mallet might not be the number one him. Mallet might be the number one all time. He has potential guy. He is just <laughs> yeah. like it's like he's six seven, like he's huge. He's got a rocket arm. Like he was, he was built like, to be amazing, but mm-hmm. just wild. That's so even, honestly. Even in college, he transferred colleges. Then he went to the NFL. He sucked in the NFL. He was showing up late. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some like, horses, just like, some horses can't be tamed. Some horses. Yeah, Belichick was happy to get him out of New England. It's weird, man, because it's like. You see, like Cam at practice, like dancing around and stuff, and it's like the whole culture. Dude, those are the, he's that kind of a guy. Like that's what I don't like. Yeah, about but do, okay. So, do you not like that though? Like, do you not li- like? I, I feel like that's like I love Cam. I, I just love Cam. I don't. I don't necessarily want him as my quarterback because I know what he is. You know, and you know he gets you so far, and that's it. But uh, like that shit, as far as like the dancing at practice and like singing and stuff, like. Don't you think that don't you think that just like gets like all the boys like involved and like like you know having having a good time and they're like okay and then they get serious for practice or do you think Belichick like hates I think that you have to have a to... system. I think you have to have a system. Like you have to like you what, have like to military have, like, a... like they can't they can't I don't dance know maybe they were like line? that. Maybe they were but like yo Cam's going to come there and do it no matter what. So then it's kind of like off balancing the system and then it's like a, a disruption and then it's like well this isn't the Wait, old way and yeah, it's like he yo, hasn't as, been a, as a fan as a fan, I don't mind seeing these guys have fun or any of that stuff. But it's like obvious, like I don't know. It's weird because we've been so spoiled with these teams that you, you're like, wait a second, these guys aren't serious now, and they're not winning. 
Well, that's and, the thing. You had Brady sh- doing those. You had Brady doing those like hype videos, but it was always after a fucking win, dude. It was him and right. Gronk would make a video after a win, win. not not right. not before. Do you never like it was after See, a win? I think that's kind of bullshit. You can't say they're just not taking it serious. Don't get now. me wrong. I I'm not saying Cam. that they're like, not taking I love it Cam. serious. I'm just saying that you know. Um, you think Cam brings like a, a more a less serious attitude to that to that locker room, like a less like uh, like Brady was like intense. Yes. Well, and, and the dedication to the Patriots organization. Like, it's just different. I mean, Cam isn't as dedicated as Tom Brady ever was because Dude, from, he's, from he's one report, year in. Like, from all reports, I know, he's no, he first made, But I'm just out. saying, like, it's just a different fucking breed for the fans because, yo, this dude is one year in. Like, he's not as ingrained. All the right totally things. quarterback guy every morning yeah. after a loss, after a win. He goes on the radio station. He goes on WEI. And... He owns shit. He, I love the guy. I love the player. See, yeah, I like Cam. That's the thing. But he's just yeah. a different style of, like, he, like, I'm a pit, old school Pittsburgh fan where, like, yo, I want Ben Roethlisberger, this dry toast motherfucker who isn't going to give me any fucking shit other than, well, his fucking tormented past. But, like, uh, but, like, doesn't, doesn't yeah. open his mouth Wait a lot. I'm saying, I'm saying doesn't Bro, open his mouth a lot. You know what I mean? his mouth about how injured he is and this and that. Uh, but fuck that, Yes, dude. he does. He doesn't. He's not like Cam, dude. He's not dancing in the huddles and stuff. That's what I mean, Rob. You know the difference between Cam Newton no. and Ben Roethlisberger. Okay, this infuriates me though. This is a Col- that's a Colin Coward take. That because oh, he's no, like no, no, that's no. like because I like the that's dancing. the backwards hat with. I wins. like the dancing. I like it though, but I just think it's a different style and like that's a different take on the audience. Really, really, my big yeah. issue with the Patriots isn't Cam. It's not the offense. The offense is hurt. They've had players get hurt. You know, Sony Michelle's been on IR, not as though he's a big fucking game changer or anything like that. We know Edelman, Harry. My big issue is that for eternity, this team has never, they never gave Brady any weapons. I mean, Brady's best receiver he ever had was Randy Moss. And before that was probably Branch, maybe. Deion yeah, Branch. Deion Branch. So in the offseason, they traded away. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But my issues with we just we just talked about though that double tight end set, and they had Julian Edelman, so that's three legit weapons for Brady. Sure, but but what I'm saying is the outside. I mean, they never after Randy Moss, they never went out because there was a lot of talk. Like, okay, we're gonna go get this guy, we're gonna go get that guy to be on the outside, and they never did. They never went out and spent money big money on an outside receiver like a field stretcher like an antonio brown i have a question for eventually they did obviously and that didn't work out but my issue with the team this year is really the fact that they traded away crucial linebackers they had a defense from last year that they could have kept together and and that if they had kept that defense together for this year they would have been way more competitive and they would have been in games. And now you got grumblings in the defense, like Stefan Gilmore, like knows that they're going to move. They're going to move away from Stefan Gilmore. They're going to let him go. He's so gone. I have a question for you. Do you think like up to this point, like, well, before this point, basically, do you think the Patriots did a good job preparing for the fact that Brady might not be there next year? Like, do you think in the past they were prepared for this no Brady era? No, no. I don't think you can prepare for that. In the past, they were. They had Brissett. They had uh, they had Garoppolo. They traded both of them. 
Yeah, but so I you mean, think it just like it, the, the timing was wrong. Yeah, yet again, it's like Brissette came, like Garoppolo came in for a game, got hurt. Brissette came in for like two games, and then like they they did the six games I think at the beginning of the season that Brady was um, suspended for for deflating. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So they had a combination of those guys, and I think they were four and two. Um, I know Brissette. Yeah, they were de- they were decent. Brissette yeah, was decent. Played against that Texans team, but, but then he again, then he stayed and won a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? So like those guys kind of were up, you know. So. See, like that's, G- why I'm, that's why I'm intrigued by, like, possibly Jimmy Garoppolo coming back because is it system? Was mm-hmm. it system with that, Jimmy that G? That brings yeah. back the is it the system kind of argument, too. I hate that. I, I, I think it, it I, just, I do, too. I, I do think too. It, I think why can't it just be everything worked out? They had a great coach. They had a great quarterback. Well, that's and the like, fact. And, and that just play that, sports, that works. People who play sports understand the fact that shit just works out. And your team is just good, and you sink, well, and like, I mean, and you win championships because Josh of that McDaniel motion and that flow. For Brady, there's a, so when I say like system, it's like okay, there are certainly offensive coordinators that work better with quarterbacks in certain offenses. You know, oh my god, reason- hold on, hold on. Prime example, Frank Wright. As soon as he left the Eagles, look at what we're look at what we're our offensive play calling because Peterson's doing it now. It looks atrocious. Yeah. And when we were in the Super like Frank Reich, that we had everything clicking, everything was working. Every like play calls were great. Every like was working. And then now he he's uh what the head coach of uh the char not the Chargers. Uh we just saw him. Co- um wait a second. Is it isn't he the coach of the Colts? Yeah, the Colts. You're right, you're right. He was yeah. on last night, yeah. inverse variable. Um and he and look what he's doing there. Like, they, like, you know, they're they're doing all right so far. They have, what, two losses? Something like that. You know, and it's not like so, they have, they're super flush with offensive weapons. And, and like, in Phillip Rivers is year 17 or something like that. But their offense is intriguing. I mean, they moved the ball last night. Like, I really – I couldn't believe – I was we like, talk. holy shit, this team is way better than I thought they were going to be. Speaking of, like – It uh, makes no sense how they moved the ball either. Like, it's no. like it, – Last night, Naeem Himes had like an unbelievable game. Last week, he had two carries for eight yards. Kills me, dude. But like, Speaking, it makes no sense. Speaking of Philip Rivers and how long he's been in the league, and Ben Roethlisberger and how long he's been in the league, like, is the Steelers this year? What the fuck is this? Like, is it a fluke? Or are they legit? Like, Ben Roethlisberger is playing good. Or are they this good? Like, do you think what he's, is going on here? He's playing what good is- enough. And their defense is unfucking real. Is that what's going on? Because like defense I don't understand. Dude, yeah. No one could. No one can run the ball against them. Uh, they have like two phenomenal this, see, that's cornerbacks. What I fucking love the Steelers for, and now like it's. Uh, so they casually, I mean, people were knocking them for trading for Minka Fitzpatrick and giving up a first round pick. Minka Fitzpatrick hmm. has been lights out for them since oh, since yeah. he got there. Yeah, yeah. I've always trusted like their draft, like how they their back office or front office and all that shit. Like they they've always I've always trusted Dude, with their they, judgment and shit. But like it was just this Mike Tomlin shit. But like he seems to have sorted it out in the locker room and stuff. It just seemed they like just, shit got wild for a bit. The Steelers just know how to draft. Not um, as long as his numbers good. his numbers are down all mm-hmm. th- touchdowns down. Like, I think there's probably multiple games where he's thrown for around 200 yards. He's not like throwing for like 330 anymore. It seems like job. he is because there's like, no Antonio Brown though. That's true. Yeah. But you know, it's like for a while there, Juju was kind of like not having a great year. He's coming back. He's catching a lot of balls. Deontay Johnson got hurt. He's coming back, catching balls. The emergence of Claypool. 
you know, um, they also got Ebron. Ebron uh, is, they picked him up in the off season. Absolutely. And you know, I've always thought like, I really figured he'd kind of do more. Like I loved him when he played for Detroit. Cause the guy's just a monster. He had like a pretty decent numbers in Detroit. So couple that with John Connor and uh, you know, Benny Snell and McFarlane in the backfield, but really it's, it's that fucking defense, man. That defense, Dude, the, like that's always. The, like watching the Steelers and when the defense is good and they're just fucking destroying it. See, there's no better feeling than when you're like your team is just defensively destroying a team. Like you're just getting fucking. Their offense is getting on the field for one play and your defense just destroys them and you're just like this fucking team is the best. <laughs> like that fucking like it's cool to get a big pass and blah blah blah, but then you're nervous about the defense and like the defense comes out and fucking kills you. That's why I love the Steelers. They always will pull a trick play every so often, like. Because like they usually hit them too. Like they're they're. I love you. Don't get you, you don't get to say this stuff anymore because you're on you're you're a know, fan of the team that has an awesome defense, but they yeah stink. they can't yeah they stink. <laughs> they so Pittsburgh stink. Pittsburgh uh, at they one stink. point this year, and I think their numbers are all fucking flawed now because Baltimore gashed them. J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards and Lamar Dude, gashed them for like uh, like 180 combined yards, those three guys. But prior to that, they were only giving up 66 yards on the ground a game. I mean, that – Oh, yeah, they don't give up much. They don't give up much. That's insane, yeah. though. I mean, it's, oh, it's insane how much that influences the game. What do you guys speaking. think of the play of uh, Justin Herbert? Herbert, you want to talk? I love Herbert, dude. I was actually going to bring him up earlier. I was, we can do we can do Herbert, and then I want to talk about Lamar Jackson a little bit. But I I wasn't big on Herbert in the draft. I was like, you know, I watch Oregon games, and I was like, I, you know, he was impressive two years ago. Like his his final year there wasn't that great. Um, I, first of all, I just didn't know he was like six six. I had no idea. Okay. But dude, when he get when he got on the field, he was taller than the line. Like he was, you know, head and shoulders above the running back. I was like, holy shit, this kid is like. I thought he was like, you know, I, not not like a Drew Brees, but I thought he was in the middle, like a six three, you know, six two, six three. But he's a legit six five, six six. Did he gain a bunch of weight after college? I feel like I think he might he might have put on muscle. Yeah. I think he put on muscle like after like since he got drafted, which you kind of have to because you're going to take hits. You're going to get beat up. That's right. They well, just that, need. That seems uh, like he's making a lot of right decisions. I know the record doesn't uh, look like that right now. I think they only had they're like two and seven, but they've been in a lot of games, and it, he's not making a lot of mistakes. No, he, he's actually making winning plays. Last last weekend, he threw two perfect passes for touchdowns, and then that last one just literally the guy dropped it. It went through his hands. It was a touchdown to win the game, and he dropped it. Like, if you're Herbert, you can't do anything else. Yeah, I think that team, that dynamic on that team is going to change a lot, too, when Austin Eckler comes back. And it looks like he's coming back uh, anytime now. On Instagram, he was uh, showing running and stuff like that. So it looks like he might be back, like, week 11 or 12 or something like that. And they still have Keenan Allen. Um, Mike Williams is still a fucking field stretcher. Yeah, he's a weird one though. Like, I feel like he should be better than he is, but he's just kind of has cemented himself in that number two role there. Like, he just kind of has like fifty-six yards receiving a game. 
It's like he's another one that's pretty injury prone as well. The one thing that I find interesting about this kid is is that he's finding the open man. That's something that like Cam like that's one thing like Cam Cam goes read not open not open check down or fucking run. Herbert's like okay yeah Allen's covered Williams is covered Hunter Henry's covered uh, Guyton you know he's throwing to these randoms. Which you is know what the really like fourth read or something like that. So you know what the good. difference there he's is. Confident, in the, yeah. He he, since since he got in that since he started that first game when Tyrod when the trainer punctured his fucking lung and he couldn't play or whatever happened. <laughs> well, one of the most ridiculous, thing, most ridiculous things I've ever heard. <laughs> um, but he's been poised in everything since that he since he started that game. He's looked that like that. But what you're talking about with the passing, Cam. And it's the same with Lamar. They are not pass first because they don't, they don't trust it. Whether I don't care what they say, they're going to say that, you know, I, you know, I trust my arm, blah, blah, blah. They're not accurate. They, they can throw the ball a million miles an hour and, and deep as hell, but it's never, never on target. Man, I mean, when I was, when I was watching Lamar, Cam, though, like from last when I was year watching Cam year? two weeks ago, he was missing like 10 yard out routes. He was throwing yeah. them into the ground. I was like, what the hell, dude? You know what's never good when like fucking Romo or Aikman is talking about your fucking arm motion during the broadcast, like because Cam's like throwing off his back heel and stuff like, and when you know you're criticizing a professional quarterback's arm motion in the middle of a game, that's that's never fucking good. But Herbert's looked like I mean, he's I I think he's only thrown one pick, one or two picks so far, and one of them was really costly in that Kansas City game. Because they, that was, man, I was so fucking hoping they were beat, beat Kansas City. This is so fucking weird. Uh, like, that was his first Patriots game. Fan, you hated, like, you grew up like not hating, but just be like, oh, the fucking Colts and oh, the fucking Chargers. Those are two teams that I'm like rooting for now. Like, I want to see those teams do well now. It's know? different when they start getting played. Like, like, I'm, like, Phil Rivers is just a guy like, I like, he's just hilarious. Like, I like him. So, like, I just like, I want to see him win because I, I, you know, I just like, I just like to see him win. He, you know, he had so many good seasons, but then they came up short um, in San Diego that like, I'd really like to see him make a playoff run or something like that. But that's, you know, to like, you know, to be determined. But uh, the, as far as rookies go, Herbert and Burrow both look awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Burrow, he's doing a lot with a little. They have receivers, but their yeah. offensive line is horrible yeah they're trash for sure he he's been getting murdered yeah and he's got i think he's averaging 40 attempts a game which is insane for a a rookie quarterback to be uh, he's a 40 attempted passes a game but he does and i knew this and i'm a fantasy guy i knew tyler boyd was going to be his guy out of the slot and tyler boyd is i drafted him too He's got three 1,000-yard uh, seasons in a row, and he's, like, kind of one of those that, guys. That, that completely go under the radar. Under the radar, completely. As long as, AJ, as long as A.J. Green was there, Tyler Boyd was a non – like, people didn't say a shit about him. That guy does not drop passes either, dude. He is so consistent. He's getting, like, seven, eight targets a game. And, uh, and now, I mean, Green's actually gotten back into the mix. And you got um, – They drafted um, T. Higgins. T. Higgins. Uh, out of T. Clemson. Higgins is having a good year too. So 
they've got some offensive weapons. I know Mixon's been hurt, but like you said, that offensive line is just trash. If they get if they pick up some offensive linemen, that team's going to be fucking good. You know, how about uh, and this because he's he's probably going to be done like getting as many attempts, but how about Gio Bernard with uh, you know a resurgence these last two weeks? He's had like twenty eight points two in both weeks in fantasy. <laughs> I know, I got him going this uh, week too. Mixon's not playing. Oh, is Mixon out? Okay, Mixon's I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, watch that. So I'm rolling um, with Geo. Yeah. Dude, been, I mean, shit. He's been good out of the backfield, real good out of the backfield. And, yeah, Joe Burrows is, like, he's been a beast. And I think, what was that first fucking Monday night game? It was, like, uh, Cincy Cleveland. And that was a fucking great game. It's, like, Hunt and Chubb were, like, both had, like, 100 on the ground. And Burrows is just fucking slinging it. Um He's exciting. That that kid's exciting to watch. You know, it's so fucking weird. Like on a Sunday, being like, "Oh, I'm excited to watch the Bengals play or the Browns." Yeah, no one's ever excited to watch the Bengals. <laughs> no, not at all. But uh, like, yeah, that's been really cool watching the Bengals. But like, I their offense is legit. Well, they got to get some like some guys on defense and shore up that offensive line. They're going to be good in like you know a year or two. Yeah. Yeah, and I think Sample might have some talent, untapped talent too, uh, at tight end. You're really not seeing him be utilized at all, but um, he he was kind of a stud in college, was he not? Was it Wait, Drew who was that again? Drew Sample. Drew Sample, where's he from? I don't fucking know. I feel like he's probably a Mormon or some shit. Like he went to Brigham Young or something. <laughs> went to like, yeah, went to like BYU or like, you know, Utah State or some shit bro, like that. I watched that. a documentary on that shit the other day, bro. Those people are fucking crazy, man. But Brigham the Mormons? Was a, yo, watch this documentary on Netflix. You're just realizing Mormons are absolutely out of their minds? <laughs> I mean, I knew they were crazy, Rob. I, fu- I fucking know more now. <laughs> Aren't <laughs> they? Fucking- well, yeah, I guess I don't know. I don't know detail yeah, i just brigham, know they're no, just crazy. like the story of brigham young and shit like that dude was just go watch that netflix so the uh yeah what um, is it the hell preachers on wheels, the one that, uh, that was on uh, uh amc the hell on wheels and they have the fucking crazy ass mormons at the end yeah they're dude, like, killers bro dude the 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 one on netflix is called like uh preachers per something but it's fucking it's one it's if you bet like Google the best documentaries on Netflix is one of the best ones. So I think it's one of the top two. It's I got a, I got a, the second. I got a quick question for you, Gig. What are your, and I, you know, I feel like we're probably both indifferent towards them, like as far as like if we like them or not. But what do you think about the Seahawks? Do you think they're good or do you think their defense is so bad that like they won't win games? There's another team like that. Like I was just, I fucking love watching that team play. Like Russell Wilson has the most insane fucking touch that I've ever fucking seen. Dude, and those moon balls that just come down right here. How is, I mean, all the fuck, I got Lockett on one of my teams, so I'm pretty excited about that. But <laughs> yeah, like watching Lockett and Metcalf, that tandem and Russell, Russell Wilson, like these guys, like, uh, like Kyler Murray and Russ Wilson and some of these guys. I mean, this is the fucking future, I think, of the game. And it's fucking – that brand of football is just fucking exciting, and I love watching it. I really do. But see, so you know the difference with those guys you just named and, like, the Lamar Jacksons of the world and Cam? They Those guys can throw the ball too. Can't, Lamar and Cam cannot throw the ball. And when it comes I, down to it in a playoff game – when you when you can't just like hand it off to your running back a million times, like you're you have to make throws and they can't do it. 
I know I know this. I know that Baltimore lost a couple pieces on its offensive line. I know that for a fact because, like, I did some research, uh, you know, because even their run game has been like, you know, Mark Ingram's never gotten fucking going. They've got this running back by committee with Gus Edwards and JK Dobbins. And it's sometimes I feel as though with a team, it's like, you just got to stick with one guy and just feed him the ball and see what he can do. But I feel like last year, um, maybe yeah, they had a little bit more protection, but I don't feel as though he was as poor of a passer last year as this year. Like, well, I, you know what I think the difference is, is the fact that they were busting like, uh, eight yard, like eight yards a clip, like for the, like whenever they would hand the ball off to, it was like eight yards, seven yards, eight yards, and then like they were pounding the rock so much with Lamar uh, Ingram, and they had who else? They had someone else too that was going. But like uh, Gus Edwards back then. Yeah, oh yeah, Gus Edwards as well. Yeah. Um, and then so like that opened up passing lanes. Now if if they can't run the ball and people are sitting back, Lamar has to make like precise throws. He can't do that. He just yeah, Marquise Brown is not a route runner. He's a field stretcher. And he was displeased, like, I think two weeks ago. He's like, I'm not getting the fucking ball. And that guy's a playmaker. He really is. Um, and I don't know, like, you know, Mark Andrews isn't having a, as good of a year as anyone thought he was going to. Um, and I think that's part of the reason why they went out and, and got Dez, because they think there's still a little bit left in the tank and if one of these guys can pull up pull a double team then maybe the other guy's going to get opened up and help move the ball down the, the field a little bit more so i mean granted des's first game was last weekend and so they're playing the patriots on is that sunday night or monday night that's going to be an interesting game nonetheless Baltimore, I, I think they're i think the Ravens' season is going to come down to if they could start running the ball or not like actually running the ball like a consistent because like we just said, last year, Lamar would have like 100 yards rushing. Mark Ingram would have 100 yards. Like they would all have like 100 yards rushing, 90 yards. It was like it was insane. Like they were doing the same stuff that the 49ers do, where it's just like, you know, Tevin, uh, Tevin Coleman, uh, you know, uh, Raheem Moster. They just like handed it off to whoever. And they just because they are so, have a, such a good offensive line and a good running game, they just rip off like eight or nine yards a clip. I think that's the key. I think if we went back and did a little bit of research, I think that something has changed on Baltimore's offensive line. That is, uh, they lost a piece or something like that because, you know, we're looking at numbers from Lamar Jackson now. It's like, you know, he's getting 60 yards on the ground, which is still decent, and 60 yards and usually a rushing touchdown, but he's only throwing for like 160, 170 yards a game. I mean, it's, I mean, I know I get that style of football, the grind and the, like, I get it. You can win like that. And their defense is still solid. I think their defense is actually playing better this year than they were predicted to be this year. But um, that Baltimore defense, it always seems like they're going to be halfway decent. But um, what, where is that uh, conference right now? So Pittsburgh, I would assume, is in Pits, Pittsburgh. One, Pittsburgh, well, one, Raven, Pittsburgh, Ravens, Browns, Bengals. Right. So because the, the Browns are like the Browns are like have a winning record, I think. Yeah, they're getting Chubb back this week, too. But, but I also think Baker's hurt, right? Uh, he's playing. I think Baker's yeah. playing. I mean, obviously, they lost Odell. Um, yes, they. but I, honestly, I feel like that's almost a weight off his shoulders, like not having to, like, try to force shit. To, like, they've they've looked better without him on the field, which is crazy to Browns say because he's such, Browns like, he's five unbelievable. And three. 
Yeah, Browns are five yeah, and three. three. Yeah. Bengals, Bengals are two and five then. So it's Steelers, Hunt, Ravens, Browns. Kareem Hunt has like eight touchdowns right now. I mean, he's a Dude, monster. That that kind of flew under the like the radar that like I more teams should have won out. Kareem Hunt is so good. Like more I get like what he did was so ridiculous and like, you know, he, he should have got punished for it, and he did, but he was gonna get picked back up. And I feel like the Browns were the only ones that like reached out and did it. He's a fucking stud, like, honestly. And when they get that one-two of him and Chubb going, like, Chubb's been out for, like, I don't know, six weeks or something like that. So he's coming back, I think, this week. It's his first week back. It's going to be interesting to see that because that's what that team wants to do. And it's also interesting. I think Baker Mayfield is a better player when he's forced out of the pocket. He's another one of those guys that just has Scram- – Scramble drill. Scr- yeah, he's just – I just feel as though he makes better, like, better passes where he's – fucking running around like a madman you know as opposed he's to also just very, up he's pocket. also short he's like he's like six foot flat like that's yeah. like that's it if that what's so like he's short miami did you guys talk at all about miami because what's going on in miami no i gotta it's, no it's, it's let's move wild. to florida because i want i want to talk fucking... about florida shit but uh <laughs> miami is a good football it's crazy because <laughs> last week last week they were plus five and a half um against the chargers and i was it like was, I'm taking Miami. Like, this it, seems like a no-brainer to me. Like, the Chargers are, like, very good. Like, they can score points. But, like, Miami, like, they have a good defense. That's Their it. offense, you know. Yo, they're not only like beating humming, teams. But they're, scoring. they're not only beating teams, though, when they beat them. Like, they beat the 49ers 43-17. They beat the Jets 24-0. Like, yo, they're kind of just working teams. Like, other than, like. That's yes, not the their point. offense, though. It's a lot it's of two teams, though. It's the tale of two teams now. It's a lot of special teams and a lot of defensive touchdowns. Well, Here, here's the thing. I, I really thought here's another hot take for you boys. And I don't think it's going to happen now, but I was really hoping that Jerry Jones was going to reach out to Miami and be like, so yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick. You say that. That would have been fucking awesome, dude. It would have been great to see like, Fitzpatrick go to Dallas and fucking rejuvenate that. No, but, see, I would, I, I would have hated that. So I'm happy it didn't happen. Fucking, but it, that would have been the right move. Class act. Fitzpatrick is such a fucking class act that he's taken Tua under his wing, and he's just being Dude. a fucking great mentor. And Tua seems like a great kid too. Like he's gonna be, he's a talented kid, obviously. I, yeah. Did you like that move, first of all? No. Like, I after, the was, bi- after the bi- no, going with Tua? No, fucking horrible, dude. You can't. The guy, Fitzpatrick, was fucking winning football games. They had just crushed San Fran, I believe. And then they're making a quarterback move. Fitzpatrick yeah. is a guy. You ride Fitzpatrick while he's hot. Eventually, he's going to throw, like, five interceptions Yo. in a game and suck. And then yeah. you take him out, put in Tua. But like, while he's hot, it bothers him him that much. And I don't think it bothers him that much to take him out. Like he knows he rides the wave. Like he he, knows it. He lives that lifestyle. He was pissed to lose that starting job. He literally, that's how he lives. Did you see, did you see his comment comments when he, uh, about losing the starting job? He was like, he was upset about it. Like, dude, he's, he's living in the starlight. Like he's one of those quarterbacks that, you know, like you get the jerseys too big for him. Like that kind of a dude. Like that's why I like Fitzpatrick. Cause like, it's yeah, just but like he started this year and they were good. I know that, but like that's what he got benched with a he got benched with a winning record. Yeah, I was constantly disrespected and shit. Honestly, yeah. so they were they were like four and 
four and two or something it, like that. Does and that they, all come bench. down to money then? Does that come down to money? Did they like, fr- it's not like did they franchise him? Like, no, I think it comes to, down like, to, you know, like, it comes down I think to it money. comes down to getting to a, like, oh. meaningful, meaningful fo- yeah. football, like, snaps. Like, okay. for him to actually yeah. play in meaningful football. I think that's what it comes down to. They didn't okay. think they were going to be shit this year, which is why Fitzpatrick was starting and was probably going to keep going if they sucked. But Do you think there's going to be a they, turn? Like, I don't know. This, well, I mean, you look, a, at, yo, you look at their points for and their points trigger. against. Like you, you said, their, their offense isn't real effective, but I mean, their points for and their points against are seven points less for uh, than the Steelers, and the Steelers have the second best in the league. So, like, they have 220 points for and 161 against. So, like, that's four. Two of it. Yeah, that's four. Two played really well. He played really well last week, but the week before that, he had like 115 yards passing when, like, he was like, like 10 for 15 or something. Like, he. Like I granted, it was his first game. It was against the Rams too, and the Rams got a pretty good defense. Yeah, yeah. I guess that was his first. uh, That was his first game. It's kind of good. Yeah, and they won that game, and they were the underdog in that game. Yeah, that's what they're. They're like a hot ticket for betting. I don't know if that's going to shift now, or people are, or Vegas is still just going to rely on the ultimate crash of Miami. But like, is it going to come? Like, I don't know. Like that whole league, even Buffalo, that whole league is a weird. I don't think people have caught on yet. Honestly, I I, I, maybe there's like, who are they playing this week? I think uh, after last week week when they went toe to toe with with the Chargers, like scoring with them. And then winning that game, I think now people are starting to. They play the Chargers this week, Sunday at eleven. Oh, whoa, whoa! Who? Oh, the Cardinals yeah, last. The it Cardinals was the Cardinals last week. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Now, now, See, now last Chargers. week, last week they only won by three. But every other game, where if it, like every other game they're winning, other than the Bills, they won by f- plus seven, like plus a touchdown. You know, um, I wonder if part of the change, like <sighs> Miles Gaskin, was a pretty base like they really don't have a uh a number one running back there they really don't they've got jordan howard who's underperformed greatly matt burita who you thought might be able to run pretty decent he had a good year last year at sam france he's he's not getting the attempts though burita i don't know why I don't know. I don't know why either. Gaskins, obviously, now he's on IR. Uh, he was carrying the rock there for a few solid weeks. But, you know, they've got some receivers. Preston is like he's kind of emerged as a great receiver. Obviously, they have Dude, Parker. My, uh, uh, my guy, Mike Kosicki, is awesome. Mike Kosicki, yeah. Up and down. Like, I know he's up and down like a toilet seat, but uh, he's a game changer. Um he so, can catch balls, that's for sure. I don't know if he can block that well, but he can catch balls. He can absolutely catch balls. So I, I wonder if like part of the change, like because they just knew that they were gonna be a little bit more um uh diverse with a guy like Tua versus I feel like uh if Fitzpatrick had stayed as the starting quarterback, they other teams could have just keyed in more on the pass because they the the running backs that they have there are just fucking yeah yeah i feel like now well no one like you know the jury is still out on on two we don't we have only seen two games one game he had 230 yards and two touchdowns last week which was great the week before wasn't so great but they still won so it's like you know we still got to see what he's all about but like so far he looks he looks decent yeah however like i said i think it's the defense you know it's the fucking defense wins 
championships, man. And that's another one of those defenses. I don't think anyone thought that they were going to be as good as they are, but they've fucking been playing really well. The Dolphins, nobody thought that defense was going to be as good as they are. And they, they got they got some players down there. Yep. So can we, we go up to can we go up Florida to to uh, where you think where Dave wants to talk a little bit about it? Well, we, we had to, we had to get there before we end this because and they just it, dude it's the circus they just picked up Antonio Brown they picked up Leonard Fournette they picked up Stephen you know, Shea <laughs> they picked up Gronk they picked up they, they just had like and then Godwin and Evans it's just like this is an all this is a Pro Bowl team but like and they have a good defense but they're still not like winning games convincingly. It's too much. My theory is when you get uh, that many players at that caliber, they're all going to be looking for theirs. And I think you could have too many weapons. I think if you have like all those guys on the field, those three receivers, you know, your Godwin and Brown and Evans, um, it's like where you think like, oh, my God, someone's going to get separation. <laughs> Dude, this, but, this goes right back to when Vince Young, that year that the Eagles signed all those fucking people in the offseason, and Vince Young called them a super team, and we were terrible that year. Terrible. terrible. So, so it, it definitely doesn't work out just being like, let's bring all the talent in the world here. That doesn't I mean, always work out. We were fucking murdered by the Saints. Like, bad. Real bad. Now, the Saints also beat them at the beginning of the year. It wasn't near. I know that. That's why I bet on the Bucks this past game. Was, I turned. I just went to bed. And I was like, "This." You know. <laughs> yeah, you're like, "This is fucking." But yeah, what am I doing? Holy shit! Like, and that Bucks D is like maybe, arguably, um, you know, certainly a top five defense in the league. I would say the um, rush defense is like is easily top five. It's like top three, I think. Uh, and I would I would say that the Saints defense has its days especially their secondary. Um, they've got they are very up and down, but they're very up and down, but you would think like, you know, first of all, Godwin could get sit him right now because this whole splinted finger, did you see that? Like how he's no. attempting to catch the ball. And it's like, he had drop passes. And I was like, dude, you can't, you can't do that. Just pull him off and go with Brown on one side, Evans on the other. And that's the other thing, too. Like, I think they're finding way more success when they have Evans in the slot. And they were playing him a lot outside last game. And it just wasn't fucking working out for him at all. Yeah, I don't know why. I I, I feel bad for Mike. Like, Mike Evans is very, very good. Um, Super. And, like – he, I, I don't know. They're just like, yeah, you're like, you're right. He didn't fit on the outside, but he definitely should be playing on the outside. Like he's not a slot receiver. He's huge. Um, yeah. But how about, and they also, and this is classic, like Brady has this tiny white guy that he like, that ends up having more <laughs> touchdowns than fucking Chris Godwin. Uh, <laughs> what's his name? Scotty. Scotty Miller. Yeah, of course. It's Scotty Miller. Like, that's the other – like, that's the white kid. That's Edelman, again, that came out of Kent State. That's, that's the same. Exactly. They all got names like that, too. Scotty Miller and, like, oh, my God, Jules and Wes Welker. It's, like, it's so perfect. But, like, it's funny because he plays well, that kid. And then, like, you, he's just surrounded by these, like, monsters that are, like, you know, Chris Godwin, you know, dating back to Penn State, was unbelievable. He's huge. He, you know, unbelievable, can go up, catch ball. Same with Mike Evans. 
And now they have Gronk, Antonio Brown, and uh, Cam Brait, the other tight end. I could tell from some of the first games this season that Brady and Godwin were not on the same page at all. Like, zero. Now, I don't None know much. They didn't look about, it at all. No. Like, I don't know much about Godwin. Like, I know he's had stud numbers the past couple of years. But, like, is, is he more of, like, like is, he a, is he known for his uh, route running? Uh, I don't know about his, like, he's got hands. He can get like, he, I don't know. I don't know if route running is his like number one thing. I think he's, I would, he can be a number one receiver on any team in the NFL. Cause I, I don't, think. I don't think I've ever seen an, a receiver get as many fucking stink eyes from Brady as Godwin got in the first couple games, you know, like just, I mean, they could not get on and Brady and Evans are starting to make, they've developed and but but see, that's that's Brady wanting like, you know, he, he wants perfection and, and you have to be on the same page. So if like if, you know, if the route was supposed to go one way, but like he Brady saw something and he expected you to see it, too. And that's the thing. He's going to be fucking pissed. He's going to be like, like, dude, you saw that safety back there. Why didn't you go like I threw a back shoulder for a reason or something like, you know, what I mean, like anything like that. So I think that's probably where those stink eyes are coming from. I don't think he's a bad route runner, but they're just probably not on the same page right now. Yeah. You know, it's interesting too. Like um, I've never been big on Fournette. Like, I don't, I don't know why it's just. Really? See, I, I have, he, like, I, why, why have you not, I guess. I don't know. It just kind of seems like, uh, you know, first contact and he just fucking wilts like a flower. he he, he is one of those like early 2000s backs where it's just like i'm big brute force and i'm just going to like like derrick henry's big but he also has like finesse and can like outrun you in in the open field whereas like fournette's just going up the middle and like he might break one but like he's not getting like tosses to the out like tosses to the outside or like you know like stretch handoffs or anything like that he's going up the middle getting like three yards or like he'll bust one maybe, but like, I, he's like, he puts up numbers. It's weird though. It's like, you know, if you look at the past Patriots team, especially if you go way back, like way back early two thousands, Tom Brady was only throwing for like 180 yards, 200 yards a game. And it was a, it was a play action screen game. That's what they did. They did a ton of screens. Um, and I figured you, it seems like they're just trying to like force the ball down the field too much right now to their big fucking all-star receivers where it's like they they can't get they can't develop the run for some reason and if you can't develop the run then you can't develop play action and it's just not working right now i I think a lot of that's bruce arians honestly like i don't know who's calling the i don't know if he's he calling plays there or i think he is yeah he 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 does the play calling right arians himself yeah, I think so. I mean, because I he is, he's, he's like the quarterback. Day. He's like the quarterback guru, right? Right. That supposedly he's like the quarterback guru. Yeah. Uh, I mean, last game was just, I mean, that was, I watched the whole game and I was just in shock really. Cause obviously they, they are, down to the point where it's like, you can't run, you have to throw the ball. And you they are going to be those guys. Be one of those. You know? Exactly. They're, and, and, and I think all of it is, there's still like there's too much talent and and not everybody's on the same page, I don't think. So and like 
in New England with, with Brady, he had like Edelman in his back pocket. Edelman, you know, was his like little sidekick, knew him like inside and out, knew what he was going to do with the ball, knew where to go, all that shit. And like he had it with Gronk, he had it, you know, he had it with his guys there. But now he's dealing with bigger egos. These these dudes are like, yo, just throw up, the, throw the fucking ball to me, like just throw it up, like and I'll get like. And he's not used to that. He's used to like the quick slant route, like the you know the quick uh, ten yard out or something like that. Like he's not used to just like I guess the Randy, you know, the Randy Moss here obviously an exception, but like chucking it downfield is not Brady's like specialty, especially at forty three years old. You know, and we're seeing like, it with Drew Brees right now. Drew Brees can't throw the ball more than 20 yards. No, although I did. It was nice to see him like have a little bit. Boy, what a fucking difference one guy can make in your offense. Thomas gets back in that offense. It changes everything. That team. I mean, I mean he's, the best rec- he's the best wide receiver in football. Like that's that's he'll he'll change an offense because because yeah. Kamara is you know, maybe the best like versatile, like out of, out of the backfield pass catching back right now, uh, him and McCaffrey, obviously, but Michael like, adding, you just put Michael Thomas, like the best receiver back on the field. Eyes have to go to him. Double teams have to go to him. So it's like, he it's opening up a whole brand new, like, you know, breeze is probably going to finally start looking like himself a little bit. It's, it seems like because Breeze did not look like himself when he was just throwing to Emmanuel Sanders, Traquan Smith, and guys like that. Because it was like I heard some stat like he had ve- like very, very, very few passes over 15 yards. Like, exactly. It was, it exactly, was insane. Dude. It was like 90% of his passes were less than 20 yards. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. I think Brady's trying to force it. You know, it's like what my mom used to say. There's too many Chiefs, not enough Indians on that team. You know, when you got like when you have too many players like that that are all looking to get the ball, you know, like I'm saying, it's like why why do they have Godwin out there with a splinted finger? He just had surgery on his finger. I get it. The kid wants to play. I get it. Go go rest. Go take it easy first. Guess what? We need you later in like they like if you're smart, you're like, listen, we need you in week, like, you know, 14, 15, 16, like we need you then. Like we, like right now you could sit, we still have Mike Evans. We still have Gronk. We still have Scotty Miller. We still, and now we have Antonio Browns. So like sit your ass down, get healthy, especially your hand. Cause you're a fucking receiver. You need that. Uh, so, uh, you know, you, he just, yeah, you're right. He just needs to, he needs to sit down for a couple weeks. Bruce Arians but, uh, seems like that type of coach where he's like, you know, almost like a little bit of like uh Pete Carroll where, you know, the guy's like, Hey, I want to fucking play. And he's like, all right, buddy, you got it. Like he's, Hey buddy, hey pal, he's everyone's pal in the locker room, as opposed to being like, no fucking sit your ass down. We're going to be all right. You know? And I also think he likes like the, like the toughness, like, like, no, I'm going to go play. And he's like, fuck yeah. All right. Yeah. You're like, get out there. And it's like, yeah. dude, he's got an injured hand. Like, like it was the same. Like Jalen Rager hurt his hand early in the season. He they took him out immediately and sat him until he got healthy. Like, obviously, you know, he's a rookie, a little bit different, not proven or anything like that. But Godwin, I don't. I mean, I don't know. He's just they're just that whole team's just not clicking yet fully, and it, they're going to be dangerous if they do. I think they're dangerous now. You know, the one interesting thing I, I will say about this NFL season um, is that. There is a lot of parody. There, there are a lot of teams that can win any given Sunday, and there's a team, a lot of teams that can 
those same teams can lose any given Sunday. And you can start with the Cardinals. Um, you know, thank you. I was going to say Cardinals Seattle. and Packers. What and do you then, think about the Cardinals and Packers? Yeah, see, it's like I really feel as though the playoffs are going to be exciting in this, and I think we're going to see an upset or two happen. Um, and that could be, you know, that's you look at those teams, like you look at that NFC West when you get the Cardinals, the Seahawks, the Packers, um, and, the, and the Niners are the Niners are still frisky without half their team. They're they're still good insane they really are um that afc the nfc west itself is like one of the best divisions of football now and they were always one of the fucking worst but they really were you know it's like and who's who's in first right now in the like is it the bears are the bears in first no the packers oh yeah i'm sorry yeah the packers packers bears vikings i would say detroit last it's got to be detroit last yeah, Detroit last. I I need Stafford. I love Matt Stafford. I need him to be on a different team, man. I I he had he's such a good quarterback and gets no love at all because like the Lions are the Lions, man. Like it's just like you know, like if you look at his stats, you're like, holy shit, this guy. You know, he just puts up numbers like yeah. all over the place, and you think, they uh, just lose. Gone. Yeah, man. I don't that especially. Well, yeah, because their defense – like, he's a defensive guy. Their defense sucks. Pathetic. And it's like, you know, you're coming in there. You would think of uh, – you know, if anything, the defense would be at least solid. But, like, that's not even happening. Galladay has been out, like, half the year. He came back for, like, one or two games, and now he's back out again or something like that. So, they're they're dealing with some injuries, too. And they also, like, DeAndre Swift dropped a, a, a game-winning touchdown pass, too. Like, they – you know that's the it's like the chargers they're the lion it's just like they just they have the chance to win these games and they don't and then they end up like three and like what you know three and eight or whatever whatever they are right now you brought up the packers who did the packers lose to they got shit pumped by the bucks that's right that's right it was a it was a four four o'clock game and they had uh on sunday like two weeks ago two or three weeks ago and the bucks beat the shit out of them just think about that bucks Packers, Saints, Seahawks, Cardinals. I mean, all this is going to be that fucking, it's going to be awesome football. All those teams could win the Super Bowl and all those teams could lose in the first round of the playoffs. You know, and the East is probably just as bad because it's like Buffalo recently has like kind of shown like, you know, Buffalo. I like Buffalo. I do too. I do too. Um, Although like that defense is underperforming right now and they have they're, they're bad and they have good players but they're not playing well i don't get it at all but i love uh what stefan diggs has done this year i think he's always been a fucking great receiver and it's awesome that he's seeing like 10 targets a game and he's but he's solid josh it's, it's josh allen getting better i, I think josh allen's le- like legit he yeah. he needs to stop with like the crazy he always like gets erratic like you know two or three times a game, like he does some weird shit. If he can just like iron that out and like, you know, like throw the ball out of bounds, go to the next play, like that type of shit. Um, he's going to be like, cause he, cause he could run too. Like he it's crazy. He like, he is like pretty fast. Like he could run. And he's got a, he's got a cannon on him. Yeah. I think that team needs to move away from Singletary and start giving the ball to Zach Moss a lot more as well. 
that kid is good. And I don't know why, like Singletary has had so many, it's like, it's like the David Montgomery shit. It's like he's so many opportunities. And it's like, you end up with like 54 yards rushing on like 16 to 10. It's like, what? On 16 attempts, you have 50 yards rushing. Like, I don't know. It just that's what drives me crazy about some of these teams. The Cardinals are the worst. Kenyon fucking Drake and Chase Edmonds. Give the ball to Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds is way more dynamic than Kenyon Drake is. Oh, I disagree. I disagree. I, I think I, I think Kenyon Drake's a really good running back. You do it. He just yeah, he, he was the Tannehill shit. He was stuck in Miami on that horseshit team and didn't do anything. He was so bad there. And then he went to like the end of last year, he was awesome. Play great in the last year, but he's his numbers this year he, aren't great. He regressed a little bit this year. Now he is hurt because I have him in fantasy again. But uh, I, I do think he's a good running back. I think they should use them as more of a one-two punch instead of just mainly Drake when he's healthy. Totally. Because I think I think Edmonds like pass catching is like he's awesome. Absolutely. But he he but, couldn't do shit running against Miami last weekend. Like I think he averaged like two yards a carry. Chase Edmonds. Yeah. Yeah. He did not. He. I think he only had like 30, like 32 yards rushing or something. Like he, it was something crazy low. Seattle, Seattle's fucking defense is so bad. It's amazing. And like, they are one of those, they're one of those teams like the Ravens where I'm just like, oh, it's like, I'm still thinking like Legion of Boom is like, is there. And like, I'm like, oh, they have, they have a good defense. Like, don't worry. They have a good defense. And then they get absolutely torched every game. That's why, like, you know, I'm so baffled, like, you know, coming back to the Pats real quick, so baffled at that Patriots-Seahawks game. And The Patriots, the looked, the Patriots looked like a Super Bowl contender because they went toe-to-toe. They should have won the game. They should have won the game. Yeah, but they went like, at the end of the game. Do you think that's a horrible play call, though? Really? Yeah. Like, running 6-7 Cam Newton? Why? <laughs> well, what, what, what else would you have done, given it to – uh what's his name rex burkhead maybe honestly maybe i mean because uh you had three prior touchdowns with this almost the same exact fucking play i think it's like so predictable be like okay they're fucking cam's gonna fucking try and sneak the ball i think it, i mean it was predictable obviously because they just stuffed it. yeah i think so, that was more i think that was a, like a mano mano like listen you know what we're doing and like and you know we know that, that you know and like we know that you know, but we're gonna like we're gonna do it anyway. And it, you know, it it turned out not working out for them. But they, if they can get back to that, well, the thing is, in that game, Cam Newton was throwing the ball unbelievably, Has unbelievably, like 180 yards receiving or some shit in that game. What he happened? was throwing the ball unbelievable, and then Seattle secondary just that poor compared to everyone else's. I mean, well, no, because his his balls were actually on target that game too. So that's that's a, you know a difference as well. I do think the Seahawks defense does suck, but like, I, I Cam got COVID, and then I don't. It just seems like they they were a totally different team after that whole like COVID. Him and Gilmore got it, and then like they didn't practice. They got smoked that next week, and they just haven't looked the same since. Maybe this we, whole win against the Jets, you know, I mean, it was pathetic that they were down in that game like they were. Their defense played fucking horrible. Whenever you have the Jets putting up the numbers that they put, thank fucking God they came back and won that game. And maybe, you know, as sad as it is, maybe that game is going to be one of these, like, you know, get right games. You know? Yeah, I mean, you beat the Jets by, like, 
three. <laughs> I know it's fucking sad, but it's like, like you said, it's like sometimes it's like they were fucking jacked up after that game. They were fucking excited. Now that you can imagine, now like this might be wishful thinking, but uh, is Baltimore coming here? I think Baltimore's coming here. I don't know if I don't know. It might be. I'm not sure about that. Um, with Baltimore playing eh, mediocre right now. Maybe the Pats overachieve. You know what I'm saying? Belichick's going to do is good for one thing. He's going to key in on one aspect of that team's game, and he's going to take it away. So, of, of course, that's what he's always done, and it's that's worked out like great for them. So he's going to try and contain. My my guess is that he's going to try and contain Lamar. He's going to. He's going to have try. a spy on him. All that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Oh, so Lamar is going to have to fucking throw the football. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. And he's, you know, I, the only problem with the Patriots, though, is you don't know what to expect on offense from one week to the next. You have no idea what to expect. Like, they looked you know, great against the Raiders, too, like that. Like, was that I, week one? Was that week one? No, that was after the Seattle game. That might have been week. No, no, Seattle was week two. Week one, week one, they grounded and pounded somebody to death. It might have been like the fucking Dolphins or Jets or something like that. I think it was Miami. Yeah, I, they, they I mean, they, off with Miami. They grounded and pounded them to death, and then then that Seattle game was like they were Cam was throwing the ball over the field. So you know, it, it's just they're just a bizarre team right now, and you know. I'm actually, you know, this isn't just pure spite. Actually, it kind of is just spite. But, like, I'm happy you guys have to deal with this right now. I'm sorry, but I'm happy you guys have to deal with this. The the, the funny thing is, it's like. Because just Seattle, hearing you say, I'm ready for a quarterback after fucking <laughs> six weeks of having not Tom Brady as your goddamn quarterback <laughs> is the most insane. Like, coming from an Eagles fan and, like, you know, whatever, anybody, any other fan, that's, you know. That's you guys were spoiled, man. You guys were spoiled. Oh, it goes way beyond the Patriots, too. I mean, you got to remember, it's like we had three championships with the Red Sox in the past 15 years. We had two uh, championship with the Bruins, the Bruins. championship with the uh, Celts, you know, mm -hmm. so and, and then six with the Patriots. So and all these teams right now, all these teams are kind of like rebuilding, except for the Celts. I mean, the Celtics just can't fucking get it together dude for some reason they're missing one piece the celtics are very very good very good but they're missing a rebounder they're missing the guy the big guy that's what they need they they can't have daniel tice needs to be that guy that comes off the bench that gives them like crazy energy and gets bored all over the place he can't okay. be starting at center because no. he's just he is a non-factor on offense, so they so like you know he's not touching the ball on offense unless it's like a like a dribble handoff and he's and he's giving it to someone else. So like he's just a non-factor. He just can't. You got to have a, like a, a big man that's skilled and can step out and shoot a little bit or something like that. That's what they got to get. You know, I was I always thought like you know Boogie Cousins or someone like that would have been like great in this system. Um, I'm not super high on him, and he's a little bit of trouble, but. The other thing, it's hard. Like people just don't want to come play in Boston anymore either. That's that's another fucking tough thing right now. So, um, they but, 
I, Boogie, Boogie Cousins with I. Do you, would you want him on like the, their current roster? No, not now. This okay, is probably right. like when he got traded from uh, uh, the Kings. Sacramento to the, yeah, to the he went to the Pelicans. Probably back then, three four years ago, was that? I mean, that's okay. kind of when uh, I was that's, thinking. That's fair because right now they have they have what they need. They just like you're right. It's just like they're missing something, and it's I think it is that that big man that could like step out a little bit because they don't have it at all. And the fact no. drafting Grant drafting Grant Williams was the dumbest thing ever. He's like a he's like PJ Tucker. He's like a six six power forward that can't do anything. Yeah. Yeah, it makes yeah, no sense. That, that, that was a crazy traffic, but they are, they're set, dude. Jason Tatum, I mean, I'm a Duke fan. I've watched him play there. He, he is an absolute freak of nature. Uh, he's the best player you guys got. Um, 100%. God, I know I Kemba, you know, Kemba and, and Jalen Brown are both very good in, in their own right, but Tatum is a, is a bona fide superstar. And it's only, it was, it was only a second. This is only a second. So he's, they're going to be good. Like they, 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 they they got, you got to give them some time, I guess, and get some get some more uh, some more players down low. It's weird. I'm not sure if Kemba was the right guy for this team either. You don't think? I'm I'm still kind of on the fence about it, honestly. Um, Here's I a like question. Kemba. I like. Would him. you have ra- Would you have rather keep keep who? You broke up. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, would you rather? Kept Terry Rozier or made or like did what they did and made the trade and, and got Kemba. Cause Terry Rozier played out of his mind in that Man, playoffs. Did he ever? He really did. The other thing too, is like Terry Rozier is pretty good on D as well. Um, yeah, no, he's a good player. Yeah. I think, I mean, I'd much rather go with Kemba than Terry Rozier. Um, I think Terry also took a lot of fucking shots that he probably shouldn't have. Um, but, Terry's Terry's one of those guys that he he thinks no I don't, he doesn't care that Jason Tatum's next to him he's like I'm I'm the best player I'm I'm, I'm, I'm right taking now. this shit yeah, yeah I love yeah, that yeah. attitude I really do like I was like hoping and praying like you know if the Celtics had like if you need a big three you know what I'm saying you need a big three and they just they need, have it they do but they don't you need a big guy in that big three you need that Kevin Garnett you know you need that. that this is what I'm saying. They need somebody big that can that can step out and shoot a little bit. Doesn't necessarily have to go all the way up to three, but they need to be able to score. Like like having Tice out there is just a liability. Yeah, absolutely. Tice would be great off the bench. Like if you have Tice come off the bench, uh, Marcus, Smart, Marcus Smart coming off the bench as well at the same time. Um, that's fucking. That's sick. But it's just they're just missing that big guy, like you said, that can step out and grab some boards too. Because the team, like when you got like, uh, um, I don't know who led the team in rebounding this it was year. Probably Tice, right? <sighs> Maybe. Who else Maybe. played down low with him? Uh, well, he had Williams, which was just a fucking. Joe. Yeah, no, but they, they had, they, who? I'm trying to remember what the other, the, uh, yeah, I'm like, like, I'm drawing a blank here. All I got is fucking taco fall in my head. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just seeing his goofy ass seven, like five seven, ass. Seven or whatever the fuck he is. You know? But it's funny. It's like, like, like you were saying, like, I don't think the overall vibe here with the Patriots being how they are is like, people are like, 
oh fuck man like i think we all like are all pretty like yep what fucking killer 20 year run all right baby let's rebuild this shit let's go you know yeah yeah i mean yeah it is what it is like you weren't you know what i mean you just weren't going to be like the defense wasn't the same as they were last year and that's kind of what carried them a lot they were scoring defensive touchdowns last year like it was like their job like oh yeah they had like one every game for the first like eight weeks or something crazy yeah, they're doing what the like the Colts are doing this year. The Colts are just like scoring on defense, like all over the place, getting picks, sacks, all this shit. And that's what the Patriots were last year. Yeah. Um, and they also still had Tom Brady. But it's funny to see some of these Patriots players that are else, elsewhere in the league right now, and they're like really successful. Like you know, like fucking uh, um, take uh, shit like some say, of the, um, Danny like, Amendola because he's not. No, more defense guys. Like, oh, more, okay, 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 like okay. Obviously, like he's not playing a lot right now, but Chandler Jones, for instance, guys like that. Um, I'm trying to think of the other linebackers. Malcolm but- Butler's doing all right on the Titans. Yeah, he's doing all right. Um, Gay is another one. Uh, I'm trying to think of like the linebackers um, that they had Dude, last year. I totally forgot. I, I'm totally missing. Uh, Dante Hightower opted out. Dude, they had uh, Hightower. Uh, uh, um, Ch- Patrick Chung, Patrick Chung opted out right this year. They had they had like five defensive, like good defensive players opt out. So like that, guys. Yeah, people people are people are forgetting like that that happened that people opted out. Like that was like I mean Hightower is like the captain of that defense. He's like the guy. Yeah, like the, like the really, middle linebacker. That really where that defense has been struggling is that linebacker. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's kind of one of those wacky years. Like I said, it's like everyone, like John said earlier, this kind of is the one sport that feels, although watching the baseball playoffs and watching the World Series and stuff like that still felt like the World Series to me. Um, did it really? I didn't, I did not yeah. think so. It, it, the empty so stadium good. killed me. It kills me too, man. But the caliber of player and, and some of the caliber, like some of the players, like really emerging, like the kid in, uh, that kid on the Rays, uh, Rays Rosarena. Rosa. Rosarena, yeah, that's it. Rosarena, yeah. dude, he fucking he's unbelievable, ball, unbelievable. Oh, he's, he he set records animal. in the playoffs. Yeah, he set crazy records man. in the playoffs. They're gonna dude, have to you know, pay him though. You know what's funny? I'm an old man. Like I'm 43 fucking years old, and I quit drinking. And I was like, oh, I gotta fucking figure out a way to fucking spend my money now. So like randomly, like a year ago, I just bought like a fucking pack of baseball cards, right? And baseball cards are fucking off the hook now, dude. They're super expensive, but they're coming with all kinds of shit. Like you could get like fucking patch cards, patch auto cards, like really fucking expensive cards. It's almost like going to a fucking casino nowadays, right? So like this kid starts going ham, like because I'm a, I'm collecting like Louis Louis Roberts and fucking some of these other stud like players out there, like and you're getting autographs and all kinds of shit. Like I got a Vlad Guerrero autograph on this card. It's a one of oh, ten shit. card. One of ten. Like Vlad Jr. or Vlad like Vlad Jr. Vlad Jr. Oh, Vlad Jr. Okay. Auto. Um, okay, that's that's legit. One of ten card. I looked it up on eBay. It's like fucking. It was selling for four hundred and fifty bucks. You know what I'm saying? So it's like buy a pack of cards for five bucks, get a card that's four hundred and fifty bucks. So yeah, I, I used to be really, big into cards back in the day. Big into yeah. them. Yeah, me too. Like as a kid growing up, it's like, and I still have like a ton of killer old cards. I went through like a right. stage like, 
in my like late 20s where i just went out and bought all those cards i could never afford when i was a kid like 68 nolan ryan rookie and a you know uh like a 73 rod carew rookie and like some of these fucking you know hall of famers so i went and looked i was like I think I got some of that guy's cards and I went looking, I, I like have like eight of his uh, rookie cards and a cut and one of them of which is like a, it's a parallel called it's a gold card. And you know, it's like a fucking $150 card. So it's actually like a way that like, if you just went out, bought cards and then how much are they, hold up, how much are these packs or like boxes, whatever you're getting, how much are they? So like you have like hanger boxes, which have like maybe uh, like 80 cards in it, something like that. Okay. If, 20 bucks oh shit all right all right that's so, not, not yeah, and a pack nowadays is like pretty like has like 18 cards in it it's like five bucks or something like that oh shit that's way different from that back in the day it was like five or six cards and you were yeah, like 35 lucky, you were lucky to get a jersey card or like a piece of the floor card or something like that like crazy lucky so like yeah, that's that's funny that you're it's not like in every pack or anything like that, but you know, well, like with specific boxes, they're gonna say you're gonna get one auto and you're gonna get two relics. So you know you're at least gonna right. get that. So you you're know? getting yeah, okay. So you know you're in there. But you know um, what's dope? Check this out. So right here, just real quick. So Tops has this thing, and these are like these home run cards, right? So they come okay. in random packs, and what you do is you scratch off a code on the back, and what you do is you go in on tops.com and you put like, oh, I, I think Chris Bryant's going to hit a home run on August 18th versus the fucking Pirates. So you go in and list like, you know, when. So they're so getting like interactive, like, like, on, like they're, they're making it with social media and shit. Like they're, they're, they're adapting, which is cool, actually. It's, it's really cool, man. And I actually correctly predicted five out of out of 15 cards five and this was great because the season was super short so i could just look at who had the That's fucking trash pitching staff still pretty impressive though you know? so i got like you know random and i'm psyched because they just sent an email out and they're like your prize is on the way now i don't know what the prize is i just know that That's i got entered five times to get free tickets and travel to the 2021 home run derby in atlanta so let's oh, shit. See. So pretty fucking, that's not as though I'd ever fucking go to that or anything like that. I don't think eh, you never know. Yeah. You never know. You never know. But I did get like a predicted uh Fernando Tatis, which is cool. So I'm getting like a an exclusive a Fernando Tatis card. So you know that that's pretty cool. Like that kid's fucking special, man. That's that he's so much fun to watch. It's crazy. He was he was like a throw-in in the he was on the White Sox. He was like a throw-in in that like the trade, like two years two years three years ago or something like that because he was like he was like 17 years old or something like that when he got traded yeah, yeah. i don't know it's crazy how these dudes like the, the mlb's crazy they draft kids out of high school and like you don't hear about them until they're 26 you're like what the fuck although it's cool like uh cal <laughs> lewis won uh rookie of the year i think it was like two african-americans two black guys won uh rookie of the year which hasn't happened like in fucking uh decades which really surprised the hell out of me because i know major league baseball has been their ratings have been going to shit here over the past few years and they're really trying to do things to like not necessarily change the game but to get other people involved in the game so i think like guys like you know fernando tatis and 
you know, some Machado, of the Machado, they got the guys that are like bat flipping and shit like that. They yeah, need that. Fucking, yeah, they need that shit, dude. They need that showman shit. Make it fun. Like the old crusty white guy baseball rules is out, man. No one wants to hear that nonsense anymore. No, nope. uh, it's all and most of it's bullshit anyway. Like most of it is all bullshit. So yeah, I like what those guys are doing. Yeah, fuck. And I'm, I'm I'm happy the league's getting younger. Same with the NBA. So we're we got some good years ahead of us. But uh, absolutely, brother. I gotta hop off. I gotta I gotta get up at four a.m. So I gotta hop off this. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know you guys. So were we were rolls for like, <laughs> uh, dude. I can sit, but I, you do our cue together. Yeah, you know, sports man. I could just I could sit here and fucking ramble about all these teams. Dude, uh, yeah, we no, went through. We basically went through the whole. This was an NFL out. mid mid NFL season preview. Mid-season yeah, breakdown. Mid-season breakdown. That's what it was. Every fucking team except for the Texans. Yeah. The who doesn't who doesn't need to be talked about? The Texans I, boring. I, they traded away I their best silent player. For almost 45 minutes of that episode. <laughs> I would say a solid. The Legos are gonna come out, bro. Almost, the be- almost. The I took my that, dog out at one point. The best is that all all the conversations led back to like but the Eagles are, but the Pats. <laughs> That's, That's how every, every, conversation every was. single conversation. Every team ended it's up with like, like, but the like, Eagles fucking know, suck. <laughs> the Saints do this, but like the Eagles want to do what the Saints. It's like, well, well that yeah, leads us back to Pats our are. point that the Eagles are terrible. <laughs> They're not, buddy. They're number one. They're, we're going to win that division. And, and you you better watch <laughs> out. We're healthy like going into the, if, we're, if we're healthy, if we are healthy going into the playoffs, that whatever that team be, we play, better be watch crazy. out. That would be crazy. Like, that would be crazy. That, that's a crazy If we situation. have Ertz back, Goddard, yeah, Miles yeah, Sanders, that's a, Rager. That's a crazy situation. Alshon? Word I'll that, tell you what, like, and, um, they almost beat Baltimore, too. A couple weeks back. Yeah, no, they hung in. They, they're so frustrating to watch, though. Wentz yeah. will look like, a, like an all-star one possession, and then he literally looks like he never played the game. Yeah. It's crazy. He's, yeah. he's a lot better, too, when he's scrambling. I think that's kind of like I, I think naturally as you get older. See, like, I don't think so. That first year, before he got like throwing, but like actually like having some set run, run, run the ball like option or something like that. Ever yeah. since he got hurt, ever since he got hurt, they kind of steered away from that. Absolutely. Or, that, or they want they want him to go down. They want him to go down where it wasn't that wasn't not his style and like obviously it ended up hurting him but you know hey, he's a big dude. I, I mean I don't know we have a ton of money invested in him so I you know I hope. I hope Jalen Hurts is in our future. That's all. Oh, <laughs> we'll, end, we'll end on that note. Yeah. Hey, it was good to have you, Greg. Yeah, hey, yeah. thanks hey, for hopping on, brother. Bitch, I am D-boy, no decoy, and I will straight up destroy any boy. Our man and I prefer money, then bitches are just refer. We are your money, bitch, and I am the leader. He are currency, Mac, May, and D-Raw, and I just signed a chick named Nicki Minaj. Hear me? I'm still spitting like a retard, and these niggas soft, they should be rapping in leotards. Nigga, we in charge, baby, put me in charge, and I'm just murdering niggas free of charge. You dig? Just holler back, I see a Sarge. I'm so motherfucking high, I can eat a star. <laughs> yeah, let me upgrade you. You may not be a model, but I can front page you. You know I'm nasty, excuse my behavior. Let me just taste ya, we can fuck later. Sitting in the coop. Looking like a racer, top peel back like the skin of a potato. Seat way back, listening to Anita Baker. I am by myself smoking weed by the acre. I let go gator, ain't nobody greater. Leave with some bullet holes the size of craters. You ain't heard the latest, we say at the greatest. Battle any 
everybody, nigga, fuck over your favorite. It's a new game, and I'm the coach like Avery. Leave it to the flow, we getting dough like the bakery. I don't really want to, but these niggas making me. Put the motherfucker on ice like the maple leaves. Has a hockey team, and I ain't on no hockey team. But I'm a champion, where's the fucking Rocky theme? Damn. Rest in peace, Apollo Creed. I'm a monster. Every day is Halloween. A lot of syrup, a lot of pills, and a lot of weed. And I keep my pockets green like a pot of peas. And if you're hating, baby, you can get a side of these. These nuts in your mouth, can you swallow, please? <laughs> yeah, I'm so hot, I freeze. Big balls, and they jangle like a lot of keys. Even deaf bitches say hi to me. She tell a blind bitch, and she say, I gotta see. Young Carter, darling, understand I am Michael Jordan balling. Yes, I'm a dog, I'm a hard, your homie. I'm a boss, your man's just an employer, mommy. Let me upgrade.